For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Man, show my brother, my friend, Coach Donnie Tindall, Chipola Indians doing big things down there in the panhandle. What's up, bro? How you feeling, man? Boss man, how are you, buddy? I'm I'm good. We're out in Kansas right now and uh got practice today. We it's Monday, we play on Wednesday, so we got a couple days to kind of just do some scouting and hopefully get our team prepared and ready to go, boss man. Coach, 21-4 and four on the year, man. First year at Chipola. Tell us about the experience so far, man, and, and how your team jailed so fast when we're doing this COVID year, my guy. Well, you know, I think the biggest thing, you and I have been friends a long time, and we talk both on the air and off the air about, you know, do, do you continue to go down that NBA path and try to get to the NBA bench as an assistant and maybe six, eight years, possibly you get a chance to be a head coach. Or do you take maybe the best junior college job in the country and a place that you want to live and, and a place that you can sign good players and have a legit chance to compete for a national championship every year? And I, I just couldn't turn down this opportunity. I knew it was a great place. What really surprised me is how great the people here are to work with. I mean, I figured they would be, but you just never know. Our president, Dr. Clemens, has been so supportive. My AD, Jeff Johnson, who's also the baseball coach, has been just absolutely amazing and, and great to work with. And the other coaches in the department are, are fun people who are good to be around. So it's been a great experience. Obviously, we got the job late. We only had two returning players, so we put together a team late um, that was able to kind of grow and become cohesive. And we've got a connected team right now, guys that are bought in and all on the same page. And that's not always easy to do, especially at this level, because guys are trying to do well to advance themselves and move up. And so, you know, you're trying to win and do it right. But then you got guys that sometimes have their own agenda. So uh, it's a balancing act. It's kind of like a, 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 a non-paying G League is what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're all trying to get to the NBA. You got guys here in junior college all trying to get to Division One. So uh, but it's been good. And I got a great group of guys and they bought in and done some really nice things for us this year. And so you having fun. I look at your offense. 
you're killing it offensively and defensively. You're killing it. I mean, I mean, your guys are having a good time playing your style of basketball, which is fun, running, gun, and get out there and, and with pace. So tell us about that, man. I think your style, Donnie, is like it makes guys want to play hard for you. And you're a cool guy. You tell the guys how it really is. You keep it real with them. So I feel like all those qualities you have as a human being helps your players buy into you and play hard for you. Well, I appreciate that. I don't know if my players would always say I'm cool, although they do like my sneaker collection. But, um, you know, the one thing I've always done is just what you said, man. I keep it real with these guys. And there's no sugarcoating it. There's no talking around things. We are direct. We're straightforward. We're honest. And at the end of the day, guys respect and appreciate that. They do. And even guys in the NBA, they respect someone that's real with them. They want to improve. They want to get better. And, and that's just the way we've always done it. And sometimes you hurt their feelings a little bit. Sometimes guys don't always like what you have to say but when they have time to reflect they know you have their best interest at heart and I think that's what they've seen and you know on the floor we we are I've changed my offensive philosophy from when I was in college we did do a lot of pick and rolls in college but now we basically run an NBA offense with four out spacing ton of pick and rolls and you know I've learned a lot in my four years in the NBA I tell people you know I was considered a good college coach and and some people say a great X and O coach but I was a way better coach now than I than I was four five six years ago it's not even close so I had a chance to grow and improve during that time and and defensively, we're number two in the country. You know, they do computer rankings um, and stat all that stuff with analytics. And our team is ranked second best defense in the country out of 208 junior colleges. So we're still getting them to do what we always did. And that's to, to buy into defending and rebounding. And, and you know, as well as anybody, that's how you win. You got to be able to defend and rebound every night. Especially in tournament games where it's one and done. Because some nights we're not going to make any shots. It's make or miss. But if you defend, get into their bodies, crowd in space, close out with high hands, and play with energy and effort, you have a chance every night. Call steals, get live ball turnovers, you'll be okay. So def defensively can get you any kind of win, no matter where you play it, whether you're making it or not. If you get easy baskets, it don't matter how, if your jumper's not going down that night. Well, you're, you're exactly right. And, you know, we create a lot of offense from our defense with our press. We force a lot of turnovers. Even in the half court, we trap some different areas of the floor and, and create turnovers. And you're right that you're not always going to make shots from behind the line. You're not always going to be super efficient offensively. But if you're good defensively, you can create some offense for yourself by, by being good defensively. And that's what we've done all season long. And Donnie, let me just tell us about your key players, man. I mean, the guys who released this year, released gave you guys the boost you needed because I feel like, man, your team is loaded, man. I was looking at the scats, man. These guys are loaded. So tell us the guys in your mind who really helped you all the most this year, man, get you to here to Kansas in this tournament here you got here starting on Wednesday, brother. Well, I think the biggest thing with our team, JR, is we got about 12 good players. You know, we don't have what you'd call a quote-unquote superstar but we've got 12 balanced guys that if you go to your bench, you're not losing much. In some instances, you're not losing anything. And even in a couple positions, we may get better when we come off the bench. So uh, we have a deep team that can play 10, 11, 12 guys. We can 
you know, if you get in foul trouble, we can overcome that because of our depth. If a guy gets a little bump and it's been out a game or two, which has happened, we can overcome that. But I think you got to start with the sophomores. We got a sophomore guard named Carlos Lemos who's averaging about 13 a game. He's good defensively. He gets some steals in our press, shooting over 40% from behind the line. And he just does a lot of different things for us. He turns it over a little bit too much for my liking, uh, but he's one of those guys you kind of have to live with that because he's a playmaking guy. That's just who he is. Then we've got a big kid, Naheem McLeod, who's seven foot three. He signed at Florida State, so he'll be with Coach Hamilton next season. You know, he's a guy that you look at his numbers, six points, five rebounds, about two blocks. You'd say, well, seven three, he sure isn't overwhelming, but on the flip side, he's only playing about 20 minutes a game. And in the shots he doesn't block, he certainly alters or changes. And it gives us a chance to rebound it and get out and play in the open floor and transition. So he's a guy that even though his numbers aren't super impressive, he's been impactful at the back of our press and in our zone. And then we got another kid, Naquan Tomlin, about a 6'7", 6'8", was a junior college transfer out of New York. He's long. He's athletic. You know, he's uh, – don't get me wrong when I say this. Uh, he's a poor man's Kevin Durant. You know, he's long and skinny like Durant but can play on the perimeter. He makes threes. He gets to the foul line. He's a good offensive rebounder. So – all, all three of those guys have been good as sophomores. And then I got to mention a kid that is returning, comes off our bench, Lance Irving, a sophomore, two guard, can really score it. He had, he had a game this year where he had 30, went eight for eight from three. Uh, but he averages about 10 a game and been very solid off the bench. And then probably one freshman that's had a great freshman year is a young man named Jaden Zachary, our point guard. He was the uh, state tournament MVP. Um, just a guy that kind of makes your team go. You know, he's like a Tom Brady. He's not going to necessarily wow you. But at the end of the day, his team just always wins. And that's what he does. He just makes teammates better. He's a good passer. He's a good defender. And he just kind of makes our team go at that quarterback slash point guard position. How it make you feel, bro, that you was named coach of the year, man, for the FCSAA? I mean, first year, bro. How did it make you feel getting that award, man? Well, I, I think the biggest thing I've said this, you know, anytime a coach gets an award, you know, and it's happened in the past for me, fortunately, it, it's not about the coach. You don't become coach of the year if you don't have a good staff handling the day-to-day -day things and recruiting players. And you don't get coach of the year if you don't have great players that win games for you. So at the end of the day, the coach of the year award is always reflective of your entire organization. And it's no different this year. I've got a great coaching staff, guys that work day and night, spend a ton of time with these guys in the gym. And then I've got, like I said, a good collection of players that have bought into the team. They've sacrificed for the betterment of the team. They've given of themselves. And, and that's what helps you get awards like that. So it's totally a team, a team thing, JR. And you know, Donnie, you know, me, me, actually, we've been friends for years, man. And I'm seeing your success, man. Makes me feel good because I know how it was for you in those dark days, man. It's being your one of your closest friends, man. So seeing you having success, bro. Makes me feel so good because you're showing the whole world that you are a damn good coach and you are a damn good person and nobody can ever take that away from you. And I mean that, bro. 
Well, I appreciate it, buddy. There, I didn't have a lot of loyal friends through this whole process, as you and I have talked about, but you've certainly been one. I have a ton of respect and love for you, buddy, and uh, appreciate you having me on. And hopefully we can get this national championship. I'll be glad to come back on and talk about that, too, brother. That's what I'm going to tell you. Hey, you get that championship next week right here. You'll be right on again. That's what, yeah. that's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, that I may drive to Atlanta, be live in studio guest for you, shoot. <laughs> yes, indeed. I would love that, bro. I would love to have you here at ATL the 404, man. Let's make it happen. Hey, get those wings. Let's make it happen, buddy. <laughs> All right, bro. I love you, man. Love you too, bud. Talk to you real soon, man. Okay, bye-bye. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.